1: it's monday albuquerque tyler if you're gonna play that you're gonna turn it way up we're gonna start the week right you wanna stop messing around we stop playing the games you played all weekend tyler we're not playing games anymore we're not playing games just like the lady lobos are no longer playing too too soon too soon tough loss for lady lobos last second heartbreaker van I mean, what a hard-fought
2: battle, man. We're sitting here listening to it the whole time, you know, doing a little business, handling some two-men-on stuff. You were. I was jumping at, up
1: and down from excitement.
2: Had a couple chances right there at the end, at and the girls the just couldn't quite mm, get it wasn't done. Wasn't right
1: there for the Lady Lobos. Not quite there for the women's team. Mm. Mm. I'm Fred Slow. You're Van Nunley, making the show go around. Tyler Lovely. Tyler Lovely. Tyler, you had a big weekend, a lot of shows. I had a lot of shows this weekend. All right, we'll touch on that at some point. It's not as important as anything I'm about to bring up, which is how incredibly wrong I was about John freaking Jones. Tried to told you. Tough loss for the men's lobo team on Friday. Not right now. John Jones went to work for two minutes. He's 35 years old, boys. I thought for sure. I saw John Jones. I physically saw John Jones, and I go, nah. He looked like me. He ain't got it. Okay. That's a stretch if I've ever heard one. Stretch would be the marks on his bellers if he looked like me. (laughs) I looked at John Jones. I said, oh, he in trouble. I was like, Kesha. I was like, he's going down. Boys. You remember in Happy Gilmore? You remember in Happy Gilmore when Happy Gilmore was like, I'll just hit a hole in one every time. It's a lot easier. Yeah. That's what this was. For John Jones.
2: He literally didn't sweat. He did not have a bead of sweat on his face when they raised his arms into the air. He
1: got up and said, All right, I'm ready to start now. <laughs> they're, they're like Who's next? John, it's already they there is no one next. There isn't someone next. Actually, John Jones is already headlining another thing. We'll talk about that. He's gonna beat up he's gonna beat up uh Stipe Mioic. Did I get that right? Stipe Miochich. That can't be right. I'm gonna go with what I have. It is exactly right. But Cyril was like...
2: only reason I knew that is because I heard MMA fans say that out loud a bunch after the fight on Saturday. Shout out to JC and the crew. Thank you for being a lovely host.
1: You remember JC's? Yeah. That's not for me over there, that culture. They're very into it. Does everyone, or is it just me, does everyone listen to the show, Tyler Lovely, here on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports Animal, Tyler Lovely? Do we have to go to break right now? I don't know how it works when we come in live. Do we have to go? Not right now. Oh, you just give me a wink or something it's I'm going to
3: just time. give you a wink, a thumbs up.
2: Sweet.
1: Also on the live stream, at TalkABQ on social medias, that's Facebook, that's YouTube. That's where we can come see the boys. Late start for the boys. Does everyone have that UFC friend that hosts that UFC party, and it's just the worst party every single time you go to watch an event? Because that's JC's. What well, you don't like the... The TV's too loud. The fight guy energy. The TV is just too loud.
2: I think that was a very small sample size. It was <laughs> it was very well-volumed this time.
1: I felt like they had create they made the TV so loud to try to make me leave. It worked. You left early. Challenge how, accepted. How come da- how come John Jones beats up everyone in 5 minutes and then Daniel Cormier is like everyone remember I fought him for like 40 minutes?
2: This is not par for the course. This is
1: literally his fastest decision oh, all time. in his career. He was like, I got you. Let's go down. It's over. <laughs> like, what? I'm like, you want to hear me do analysis on this? I'm going to do analysis on it right now. Jones takes him down, and they roll around in the corner for a second, and his hand is raised. That was <laughs> – people watching at home are like, told you. Like, to- told me what? Told me I wasted my time tonight? I just opened this bag of chips, and yeah. it's over. These brand new barbecue Doritos that I got, I didn't even put one in my mouth. Also, I don't know if those are at the store yet.
2: By the way, my dude had some spicy, uh, what are they called? Flaming hot Funyuns. What is that? Oh my God, I just said it out loud. They're flaming hot Funyuns. That
1: sounds like something Tyler would grind up and snort up his nose. You ever done that, Tyler?
3: Uh, This morning. (laughs) It is like a square meal for me, is a bag of Funyuns.
2: That's that's the the, the most calories he's gotten in one time. (laughs) Quite some time. He just... He gets his flaming hot funyuns and just like chops them up and then just puts them in like a little dip. Yep. Puts a little, little dip pack. Little I really little. Can describe hog. to
3: you guys how passionate I am about hot funyuns? Like I I couldn't even begin.
2: This is exciting. Yeah. Sorry you missed me on Saturday. I saved you some funyuns. Yeah. I think there's some more available though. I don't know. Is it a limited run? I don't work for Frito Lay. Is that the one? Is it or is it the other one?
1: So he's got old boy crouched down in the corner. Sitting like a little Babers and he's just leaned into him, left arm hooked under the chin and everyone in the building is like, w- like at the Royal rumble, they're like 10, yeah, nine, uh-huh. eight, seven. And then he's like, well, let me readjust six, five, four, three, two. <laughs> and then old boy comes over. He's like, no, this is it. Like that guy's not okay. Dude. He's when he stood up, it was like a peacock that had just like championed a female peacock. (laughs) He walked around. I'm sorry, I'm railroading van. So no, go ahead. Do your thing. I never, number one, been so wrong about anything in my life. Yeah. And number two, been so impressed by something I was so wrong about.
2: He's the goat for a
1: reason. Yes.
2: His fight mind, there's only few in the world. Correct who are up to his speed that- in the analysis inside the ring. Like, no one expected him to do that. No one expected that to be his game plan and execute it so successfully. Also, he probably wanted to get out of there pretty fast because Cyril Gon kicked him in the nuts like three seconds into the match. Like, of course he's going to try to get out of there early. His...
1: Nuts are somewhere in his tum tum. Maybe when Cyril kicked him, he saw that he had low key the bottom parts of the Zia tattoo on his shins. He's like, and I took that personally. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. sighs> Can you? And what if you're Cyril and you're like, all right, here's the plan, boys. We're going to go to camp for like, I don't know, six, eight weeks. How long is MMA camp? Two months? Three months? Could be three months. Three though. months? 90 days. Yeah. We're going to camp for 90 days, boys. I got a game plan. Yeah. Number one, kick them in the nuts. Kick them in the nuts. <laughs> number, <laughs> right. number two, go. Who's to, sparring with me? Yeah. Who's going to take these nut kicks? Here's the plan. We're nut kicking and taking naps. <laughs> that's what I'm doing in this uh, fight. They're like, that's a lot of work to put in to, uh, to uh, stick to your game plan yeah. <laughs> on game day.
2: <laughs> Halfway through the first round, I came here to do two things, brother. Kick some nuts and take some naps and I'm all
1: out of nut kicks. Dana White Dana White's wife put up a better fight than Cyril did. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 not too soon. And that cat's Boy. French, right? That cereal's Cyril's French, right? Sounds French. Yeah. Acted French. Those dudes have been getting guillotined for like hundreds of years. He was like, <laughs> this is fine. Uh, uh, this is completely <laughs> yeah. natural to uh, me. My expectation?
2: This is my exact expectation. (laughs) (laughs) No, my head. (laughs) Like, what do you do? I'm
1: glad I got the nut kick out of the way. I didn't see the post-fight interview. Did you see it? I didn't see it. Tyler, did you see it? I would imagine it went like Mm. this. Yeah, Joe, I just uh, was saving all of my energy for the after party. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) It's like, what is (laughs) this? you have any idea how much cocaine I'm going to do? Uh, I don't want to go into this thing tired. Now, boys, I've been in the game 13 years. I decided to divide that by it took me two minutes.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, you got to watch out for that kick. After he goes for that kick, you should be good. That was it. That was the whole game plan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh.
2: The goat's back. Let's see if he takes this next one seriously. Like, they should have scheduled it for the next day. The next fight. Stipe Miocic looks fine. Yeah, I agree. He he looked healthy. Yep. Just um,
1: maybe just, like, minutes after. Well, and hear me out. To really make this thing exciting, put Miocic, Miocic? Yeah, sure. And uh, John Jones, you put him in the same theater. They watch Cocaine Bear. Then immediately (laughs) afterwards, they go and fight. That is a better night than what we got here I'm into this plan.
2: John Bones watching Cocaine Bear and
1: just like I've seen this documentary before. Yeah. This is my life. Hey, what if he goes up against Miocic and he hits him one time? And he's like, "This is way more than zero, which <laughs> is what happened in my last fight.
2: Our next fight, John Bones Jones just walks out in the middle of the ring and like aggressively spreads his legs and like, "All right, get it over with yeah,
1: just right here. here. Go, let's get this out of the way." <laughs> This is the best game planning I'd ever seen for a fight. This is the best game planning of all time. Where John Jones was like, well, I don't need to stand here with them. Let me just wrestle him to the ground and go home. Sure. Just killing me. Now, also, if they would have sent Daniel Cormier up to interview him afterwards, that'd be even funnier. That's the main event. That's what I would like, Mr. Mark here, Hmm. MMA ufc wwe everybody know joe
2: rogan's the interview guy hey i to take that from him
1: I, i'm not you don't take anything you give to mm-hmm. the audience i mm-hmm. put him right there he's got to put the stick right in his face and say john jones how's it feel to only be a loser to me <laughs> <laughs> drugs and mostly it's drugs primarily allegedly drugs
2: drugs yeah steroids only l
1: I was in. I was in completely. I got it on the TV, and I'm like, "Oh, I hate watching this. Ugh, I don't get it. Oh, it takes forever. Ugh, my $60. Ugh, that that's me the whole time. Mm. But then I was like, all right, that was super sweet. This whole thing's over. My dude's a dude. Albuquerque's full of dudes.
2: I'm not going to even pretend to act like I follow MMA or know anything about the fights themselves. No. But two fights...
1: The girl prior, no, the one before the girls, okay, was a fantastic fight. I know nothing about that. The Kazakhstan guy, if you were to tell me anything about anything, I would, I, you would be educating me because I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I know my Shishenko girl took an L hard and it was like 600 to one. Yeah, were the odds on that? So, someone somewhere Made probably in killing. the Shishenko camp because mm-hmm. that's how I feel about these things, they're all rigged.
2: A Mexican fighter was fighting a girl named Shishenko.
1: She's like these, Shank. These prison rules. Oh, I know you well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, it was so good. Instead of like
2: Vaseline, the Mexican fighter in the corner just like put lard over her eyebrows to make it slippery.
1: I don't know if I get that one. It's okay. You don't know how to cook. Then Twitter was like, "Hey, John Jones is pretty good." Oh, hot take, Twitter. All of Twitter, all these former champs are like, me next. Here's the thing, former champs. John Jones has beat more champions in UFC history than anyone ever. He's beat eight of them. It's undisputed. Now it's undisputed. You ready for these wins? Rua, Rampage, Machida, Evans, Belfort, Glover. Glover, sorry, DC, and now Gagne. That's crazy to me. Like, you try to compare that to anyone else in the game. Who else is there that's not – well, no one's done that number, but who's done, like, names? Couture beat up a bunch of guys, but at the time he was beating up guys, guys weren't guys that uh, – No, they weren't there yet. They were learning. Yeah. GSP did beat up some dudes. But nowhere close. Nowhere close. Bisping, yes. Hughes at his prime. Have you seen Matt Hughes lately?
3: Mm-hmm. oh,
1: oh. It's about as sad as it gets. Oh no. Yeah, he got the He got he the CTE. He he got the brain. Oh it. he, no. yeah. It's not good. He shows he lives in, he's from St. Louis. He shows up at like pro wrestling shows and they're like he he it just it's tough. It's a tough thing.
2: Well, like they can't show him on camera?
1: Oh. It's a tough thing. There you know how there are some things you don't you know you're not going to come back from? Mm. That's a bummer. That's what that is. It's a bummer. Heck of a fight weekend, tough losses for the Lobos on Friday night. The men's Lobo basketball team lost their final regular season game. That put them not, not how you want to go into the tourney, is That's it? That's not the one. Nope. So that put them in the sixth seed, is that right, man? I believe so. So that'd be Wyoming? They're going to play Wyoming? That'd be tomorrow? Beatable team. Tomorrow at 5 p.m. That's on KKOB. You can check out that broadcast. I know a little bit about men's basketball and how people take it in. Here's what I'm going to tell you to do. Turn on the TV. Turn on the radio, too, though. Get them both. Yeah. Get them both. That's what I prefer. If you're tuned in to us, we're going to be tuned in on the TV. So um, if you want a riff track to us watching it on the TV. It's, that's the play. That's tomorrow's show. That's the play. Also, if you're like, oh, I'm at the office. I can't catch it. This, that, or the other thing. Join us on the live stream where it may or may not be there. Mm. May or may hmm. Not. not saying I know. Saying I don't know.
2: Little uh, TV in the background. Cannot confirm or deny. Allegedly.
1: That's what we'll give you tomorrow. Quarterbacks are starting to do quarterback things in the NFL. We're going to talk about that at length. That's going to be very good. Um, the fall from grace for John Morant at length on this program. At length. AEW Revolution was this past weekend. We won't talk about that at all. Thank you. <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't pull your punches on me.
2: Un- unless one of the fighters said something really hilarious about the city that they're fighting. That did happen. Give me that update. That happened. Give me that one. And then nothing else.
1: They were in San Francisco.
2: Okay. Yeah,
1: you know what you can say about stuff out there.
2: Oh, no. It was like a sexuality thing.
1: Uh, well, No, it was, it was primarily about the homeless problem. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it's actually an epidemic out there. They, Is it really? Yeah, they really need to figure some stuff out. Just huh. a, lot, a lot of people
3: need help. Not actually just a uh, joke about bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Golden Gate, more like hmm. Golden Pride burritos. That's what they said. <laughs> hey Yeah, and we, everyone at Albuquerque was like, Zinger. How does San Francisco have such a bad homeless problem? Like
2: it's. Oh wait, I know why. Cause it's an American metropolis. The same problems as every single other one of them.
1: You know, Tyler always says it be like that sometimes. Mm. Um, you could say about the homeless problem around the country, it be like that sometimes. Nope, you can all just the say it just be like, like that. that.
2: <laughs> it bees
1: like that. Why s? Hmm? Why? Why bees? Cause it always be. It bees. I, I think it would stay It stay being like that. No, yeah, that one okay, I didn't now like. You're I didn't getting, like yeah. Now
2: you're getting too close to speaking English. That's not it's, what we do okay, here. Okay, hold
1: on. Let me try okay. one more time. It bees like that or nah? Or no. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're close. I'm really trying. Very close. I'm going to become New Mexican one day. You're getting closer. To becoming New Mexican? Yeah. I had my car stolen. Sure. Um, and your bike. Let's not forget
3: about oh, your and bike. And my bike was stolen. Yeah.
1: There was that. Yeah. Um,
2: you ate chili once. Correct. Yeah.
1: I left a bar one time with a friend's Tinder date.
2: Okay, that's a good one. Yeah.
1: There, what are the other qualifiers to be New Mexican? Expired ID? Uh, Zira, Zia tattoo? I don't have that, but Tyler's right. My license plate sticker expired, and it's I still haven't replaced it, so I need to do that. Boom. You're on your way, bro. I'm on my way. You don't... You really don't have an arrest record, so there's not that one. I don't if you Google me.
2: Let's work on it.
1: Hey, when I meet people like on the dating app, they're like, Is this really your name? Because you don't have an arrest record. Like I just don't have an arrest record. Like You really
3: have zero record, Fred?
1: Oh yeah. I've never been are you joking? I've never got a speeding ticket. I mean you guys could take some of mine. That's (laughs) if
2: you you need. I have plenty, Tyler. Thank you.
1: (laughs) We're grabbing one when we get back from one. Do you want to call us the craziest? Start to the NFL offseason in the history of the NFL offseason is that or am I is that overhyped? I think it's accurately hyped. This is the craziest start to the NFL offseason
0: ever. Hey,
2: you said it right before we started this program. You check the date to make sure it wasn't April Fools. I did do yeah. that.
1: Uh huh. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal.
0: Hey, it's Jeff Symbieta, and if seeing is believing, then Sergio Rivas of New Mexico United is a true believer in Coleman vision. Sergio, you just had LASIK surgery with Dr. Coleman. Why'd you do it?
3: Well, ever since I was a young boy into my senior year of high school, everyone knew my eyesight was just terrible. They were really happy when I got contacts my senior year, but LASIK is like wearing contacts or glasses times 100. I can see everything. It's unreal.
0: So what difference is LASIK making for you on
3: the field? Well, when you wear contacts, dirt gets stuck in them. I can't stop the game to just clean them. And then when I wear my glasses, I had terrible nausea. But not anymore. LASIK surgery with Dr. Coleman changed my life. He's definitely going to get a game jersey for me for sure.
0: It's an awesome story told over and over again by Dr. Coleman's patients like me. If you want to see better, get rid of contacts or glasses. Stop your glasses from fogging up because you wear your mask. Call 821-8880 or go to ColemanVision.com. No one in the wrestling business has experienced the trials and tribulations along with redemptions and longevity quite like Jeff Jarrett. Come along for the ride on the My World with Jeff Jarrett podcast. They didn't really brand belts in the
2: heyday of boxing. You know, Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray Leonard. I mean, they had them, but along comes sports entertainment, professional wrestling, and now it is truly a part of pop culture. They've just
0: branded what it looks like to be a champion. My World with Jeff Jarrett, wherever you listen. I'm Jeff Symbieta Tuesday on the opening drive it is tournament time and Lobo men's basketball coach Richard Pertino is going to join us to tell you what the Lobos need to do to win four and four days join me and JJ Buck we start at 7am Say what
3: you to say play you to play what you do say what you to say you what is
1: this, what is this? I need sounds, sounds like Macy Gray. It's got a Macy Gray sound. A Vanessa Carlton sound. Uh, don't, don't you put Vanessa right. Carlton and Macy Gray. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity Yo, of Bad Bitch Anthems, song. okay? Like okay. BBAs? BBAs. I like a BBA right. better than a BBL. So, Tyler, are you ready for that? So I'm, I'm ready for that. So today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of uh, BBAs, which is Bad Bitch Anthems. That's what we're doing today. <laughs> That's gonna be a good. When you guys want to do that, at 630? It That's seems like excellent. a 630. Yeah. Okay, we'll sober do that. The day's I9 varsity. Um, watch out, Missy Elliott. Watch out. You just want the breaking news or do you want me to tease it first, boys? Both. Okay. The
2: same Ooh. <laughs> Edge of my seat. Are they marching
1: in? What's going to happen next? Oh, and the Saints and Derek Carr agreed on a four-year, 150-milli, 100-milli in total guarantees, 70-milli right now. What?
2: So are you sure... That it's Derek Carr, because NFL Networks' Mike Garofalo tweeted today: uh-huh. the Saints are closing in on a deal with quarterback David Carr. Oh, he's coming out too. It seems like
1: it. Get them both. Yeah, two used cars. Put Derek and Davey there. Mm-hmm. Davy Boy Carr. By the way, have you seen him doing that college uh, an anal- an- analytical an- an- annihil- an- analyst mm-hmm, stuff that he does? Yes. He pretty good. Is he? He pretty good. I can't listen to him. Because I'm entranced by his beautiful
2: eyes, dog. I can't hear a word he says. So I didn't. We I didn't, just look right through
1: him. We didn't talk about this bit off air at all. Uh-huh. I could not agree with you more.
2: It's hard to take him he seriously.
1: He's insanely handsome.
2: He's too good looking.
1: There are a handful of people in the world. He is one of them. Yes. What's the name of that dude we interviewed at the Super Bowl who was on The Bachelor? That brother. He. Uh, God, he was so handsome. That was the most handsome dude.
2: Was it the? Was I there that day? The or linebacker, was it, or was it Wednesday when I was uh, you might not have been? There. I was golfing. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry again about just ditching you guys.
1: Devin Canard, is that who it was? Oh yeah, okay. This dude, yeah. Oh my gosh, he was like a he was like a life size Hershey Kiss. He was so handsome.
2: Yes, okay, yeah, that guy. I didn't interview him, but I saw him later at yeah. the Sports Illustrated party. He was not in his sweatsuit cut suit
1: oh that thing was sick
2: yeah i'm jealous i still haven't seen one since
1: i called a suit guy and i was like tyler you don't know about this because you've never you've been to even like a funeral do you know you've never worn a suit you never
3: worn a suit
1: what does tyler want a suit what are some uh, Kate go to prom
3: what if i told you that i, I actually have worn tuxedos though Ooh. i skipped suit and gone to tuxedo well they're two
1: different things i mean we're not we're talking about coveralls and bibs right, like, but i feel like
3: i feel like in terms of dressing to that standard i feel like tuxedos is no, further than right, suit, this is right. how
1: little you know friend what's what situation did
2: you wear a tuxedo to work that's were a good question i should just i was yeah. a, beef and cheddars back on sale i was a
3: concert symphonic instrumentalist i've been in many symphonies hey hey translate that to me real quick
2: he plays an instrument fred with a bunch of white people and a couple Asians.
1: Oh, okay. So like a like a like Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Is it like a grunge rock band in in a Seattle suburb? Is so we're right?
3: talking suits. We are talking about something that Dave Graw would wear, right? It's, like that's right. okay. Is it Grawl? Grawl. Grawl. Grawl? Okay, that's cool. You live your life. I do a bit. Off
1: the, have I talked about this on air? Where I take pictures of people who look like dead celebrities. Have I done? Th- have I told this story on air?
2: Uh, I don't know, but go ahead.
1: It's, so, all right, so here's the thing I do, Tyler. When I'm out in the public, and I don't know what the legality is on this, so I might be outing myself as something weird. Right. I take pictures of people who look like celebrities that are no longer with us, and then I send them to people who I knew were passionate about those celebrities when they were alive. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, crazy, the Tupac's here, or whatever. Like, I do this all the time. It's like a, it's a very funny bit. So, at the Super Bowl, there were multiple Taylor Hawkins. There were multiple walking around from the Foo Fighters.
2: And dangerously close to too soon, but I think you're you're in a good area. Yeah. A good spot. Yeah,
1: it was. Yeah, it's fine. It was a There was a lot of them.
2: Yeah. And it's not like you did it out loud in front of everybody. No, no. This is a low-key thing. You, you very, <laughs> very well curatedly it, sent it only to Foo Fighters fans. It's, so well, and it's very a, kind of you.
1: It's an audience of one, which also would be the name of my biography. But yeah, I send all these things to an audience of one. But for me, like I'm in front of an entire like uh like Coliseum as part of an orchestra.
2: Correct. Much like producer of two men on Tyler Lovely yeah, used to the do. The symphonic in his, Tyler Lovely and his tux. Yes. <laughs> Can only assume made out of some kind of ripped flannel.
3: Yeah. But, yeah. I would, but well, the I, thing is to be fair is that you would <laughs> like you would take pictures of celebrities, like passed away celebrities, right? And like, I feel like the Foo Fighters, if you look like a Foo Fighter, you don't look like a celebrity, you know, like that's a little bit out of that realm. And let's clarify, he took pictures
2: of celebrity lookalike. Yeah. Not of past. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Because there's a lot of laws that say you can't go grave rob (laughs) for a long time. (laughs) It's been
1: a, been a law. It's not been that long that manipulation of a corpse has been a law. Because I know the entire history of this thing. Oh my goodness, do you? Yes. Okay. This is a very much off-air story, but I'm going to tell you that the law originated in Missouri before it became a federal law, and the reasoning behind it is an unpaid undertaker's bill. He, he wanted his job? He wanted a, his, his work back? So the reason- This intellectual property? The reason you can catch a felony at a crime scene for manipulating a body- is because of a mortician who didn't get, like, paid on delivery. (laughs) It's not even morbid. It's just way – it's far more recent than you think it is. I get it. It makes sense to me. They left him on a porch. That's the whole point of what I'm trying to get to here. (laughs) Nice. More NFL talk, John Morant talk, more NFL talk today's i9 varsity the i9 varsity of we're going with bad bitch anthems i love it (laughs) me too so into it one hour left of this weird monday show it's two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal
0: jeff simbiana and jj bach wake up with the opening drive on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal
1: Supposed to pull this one. It's been edited. <laughs> That's been edited. Yeah, we put in a new one. That's nice. Yeah, I didn't get the. I didn't get the email. It was a production meeting.
2: Huh? I didn't
1: get the email for the production meeting. It's a standing production meeting. <laughs> Derek Carr, four years, one hundred fifty milli total, one hundred milli guaranteed, seventy milli up front. Sweet. it's so crazy to me
2: i think it's a perfect contract for all parties concerned you don't blow your whole wad on a quarterback he gets mid-range money you have money to invest in your team and he has to do what win six or seven games to win the nfc south how garbage that division is
1: you have a big problem with going from silver and black to gold and black. I just think it really is – uh it's turncoat. If I've ever seen turncoat, your entire closet will be bad. If you owned a suit, it's not really going to be relevant here anymore. Tyler does not. He actually thinks suits and tuxedos are the same thing. That's a whole nother segment for a whole nother show. Okay. Also, Danny Dimes, who's the quarterback for the Giants, is going to become Danny Benjamin Franklin's. Like, what is he going to become here? He'll become Danny Dollars. He's going to become – because if this is the price – For Derek Carr, Daniel Jones needs double this. Double this? He's that much better.
2: Daniel Jones needs slightly less than this because he's slightly less as good as Derek Carr. only reason Derek Carr is so pedestrian is because he is stuck on the Raiders for 10 years. Homeboy had seven coaches in nine seasons. Seven new offensive coordinators. It's not his fault. Hold up. Wait.
1: Derek Carr's 31?
2: Yeah. Yeah, you could have swore he'd
1: be 60. I thought he was 60. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Tyler was telling me during the commercial break that uh, an insider, a breaking news insider, told him that the $150 million, $100 million guaranteed, $70 million up front, that that's a lot of money. (laughs) Hmm.
3: I'm not a numbers guy.
1: Tyler, is that what your insider said? They said that was a lot of money?
3: I have sources. That's... I've heard, though, that every dollar of that is going to Derek Carr's forehead. That dude's got a forehead. Well, he's no Peyton Manning. That's for sure. That's a lot of eyeliner. Mm. Have you ever noticed
1: how every quarterback wears a cool chin strap except for Aaron Rodgers? Have we ever talked about this on air? Uh, no, we have not. Aaron Rodgers wears the stupid old leather one, just the white one, and everyone else has like a cool one with like a shell on it that doesn't like melt in your mouth, not in your hand or whatever. But Aaron Rodgers just has like an old-school dangly loser
3: one. He's just got the same material that they use to make dream catchers. Yes, it's, a, his chin.
1: it's the one Riddell issues you as soon as you get a helmet and then you throw it in the trash and you <laughs> buy a cooler one off the <laughs> off the shelf to upgrade. You know, Have we talked about a, this?
2: It's actually a tradition what? for Packers quarterbacks to have these chin straps, the same one that Bart Starr had.
1: Is that why they never changed their jerseys when right. Nike went to the Nike flight thing and they kept the full collar and all that? Mm-hmm. That
2: is correct. Brett Favre did the same thing. Matt Flynn, when he had his one game that got him PAID paid. Yeah. Brent Hundley, the backup. They all
1: have those. Because cool- Rodgers wore the cool one at Cal. And I know that your new quarterback, best friend, idol Jordan Love, by the way, rumor has it, rumor has it, that... Aaron Rodgers is not going to return to the Packers this year. He's going to retire or be traded. That's the rumor. Hopefully he's a Jet. I want him to go to the Jets. Tyler, how old are you? 25. Okay, so you're six years younger than Derek Carr. Do you ever see like these numbers and $150 million, $100 million guaranteed, $70 million up front? Mm. Do you ever look at these and been like, damn, I should have been a quarterback instead of Tyler Lovely."
3: You know, I do all the time, especially <laughs> considering that instead of doing any football related things, which result in these kinds of contracts, I was con- I was confusing my tuxedo for a suit and playing a saxophone in <laughs> a symphony. So, yeah, we're definitely looking at this with a different regard. Like, that's a lot of money. I'm positive that by this age for myself, I'm going to be more close to being in debt by that much than owning that much money. Like, fair. It's a good far. point. It's a really good point, yeah. actually,
1: for me and. Because the things that you could get into, right. medical debt alone—I mean, that'll put you in a tough spot. Mm.
2: You know, you've mm. you've heard the the phrase "wear a lot of hats," right? Sure. Right? Yeah. But Tyler wears one backwards every unique, day. You have unique—you have you know—a unique life story that's different for everybody. Maybe you have a bunch of different jobs or personalities. Oh, I agree, yeah.
1: yeah. We all ended up right here at this exact moment.
2: One of the hats that I never thought Tyler Lovely would wear mm-hmm. is the saxophone playing hat. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: And now, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna. I'm going to venture a guest here. Um, Alto? Uh, Barry, Barry Sachs. But big one. Who's Barry Sachs? Big is one. This another Barry, who is Barry Sachs?
2: Is this the second baseman for the White Sox? Oh, is that who we're
3: talking about? <laughs> <In> the 80s? <laughs> no, I played the big one. <laughs> what? The big one? The big one. The big low one. Baritone. Yeah.
1: Okay, I have heard that word. Mm-hmm. Barry Sachs, I thought, was a guy who dated my mom after my parents got di- <laughs> divorced. That's who I thought Barry Sachs That's was. That's your mom's rebound?
3: Barry Sachs. Nice. Spelled S-A-C-H-S.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. $37.5 million per year. And look, hey, this is a baller move
2: for Derek Carr. I love this so much, and I'm going to tell you why. Because right before the Raiders had to release Derek Carr, they had a trade in place to send him to New Orleans. That was sweet. It was agreed upon. Yep. And just to throw up his middle finger to the Raiders, he said, no. Love it. Release me. And signed with the same team. You get nothing.
1: He did him the way Lovey Smith would have done him. Correct. Yeah. Lovied him. My favorite thing about Tyler Lovely Smith is on his way out. He said, "I'm gonna cost you the best player." <laughs> he said, "It don't matter. I don't care about you. I don't love you. Mm-hmm. I never love you." <laughs> I still, what you did to me. I still love my ex-girlfriend, the Chicago Bears. That's what, what you did to us. Yeah, you you hurt me. You ruined us. It was it was you. It was I. Then it was us. Now we're nothing. That's what Tyler Lovey Smith said to the Houston Texans.
2: I wonder what his bad bitch anthem is.
1: Tyler Lovey Smith. Yeah. Uh, Meredith Brooks.
2: Go on. Does she have a one song?
1: It's literally called. Is uh, the- it's literally called "Bitch." So uh, oh, really? I'm a, I'm <laughs> a lover. Was. I'm a child. I'm a mother. Oh, that wasn't Alanis Morissette. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. I do not feel ashamed.
2: You sure that's not Alanis Morissette?
1: I, what would it be off of the Jagged Little Pill album, the 1995 banger? Is that what you think it would be off of? You think it would have been a part of the Can't Not Tour, which opening for Alanis Morissette around this country was the then up-and-coming Gwen Stefani and the band No Doubt? Is that what you think it is?
3: 100%. Yes, I do. (laughs) It is not. Some some deep Alanis right there. (laughs) Your boy knows. That's that's his favorite artist.
2: I kind of softballed in there for him. First concert I ever saw. B-Word by Meredith Brooks. Told
3: you. You saw some AM first?
2: 1997.
3: What's AM? What's that? Morissette. Alanis Morissette. No one calls her AM. Sorry, I, I needed to lose that. I thought I was being like, like deep, like cool Alanis reference.
1: I walked in the studio today. Tyler Lovey is wearing. Is that an audio slave shirt?
3: Say, uh, Allison Chain.
1: Allison Chain shirt. Yeah. And I said, "What are you doing in my closet in 1994?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Tyler says, "I would run that closet." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, you're an Allison Chains fan, huh? Huh. Name five songs. Yeah. Oh,
1: you're an Allison Chains fan? (laughs) Would you would? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you did that way better than I did. Yeah. Guitars for Allison Chains
2: coming through town soon. Yeah. Yeah. He's coming here. Jerry Cantrell comes the rooster. Mmm.
1: You know he ain't gonna.
2: Comparatively, Derek Carr. Look, I could have lived my whole life thinking. That Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette saying <laughs> bitch by Meredith Brooks. I could have been on my deathbed. And they're like, we'll give you another year of life. If you if tell you us. You could tell us the author.
1: <laughs> I don't know who wrote it. I would assume. Right. Here's the thing, too. Cheryl Crow, not the same. This is, I mean, I'm giving you some deep cut white culture right here. Uh-huh. Okay. Would that sound what you would call this? Nope. You want to know about Lilith Fair? I do know about Lobe Affairs. Did you know that the only number one song at the time in 1994 to go to number one without a label behind it was Lisa Loeb's Stay, Nine Days? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That,
2: That I did know. That
1: exact feat was not replicated again until the summer of 2014 when Macklemore took Thrift Shop to number one without a single label support. How incredible is that? Two times in the history of the Billboard Top 100 has that ever happened? And one of those artists, Lisa Loeb? And now
2: Chance the Rapper does it every time.
1: Well, hold up he got a label he's got distribution that's why it's different he's independent but his distribution is a label uh that's where it gets caught up mm, mm. interesting now as soon as he offset and cardi b get their mcdonald's meal everyone will be very happy john moran updates whenever we get back
0: to mid on 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal Don't just friggin' sit there. Get in the game right now, right
3: now at 888 922 0610. like with that thing real heavy. These they run it back
1: The basic answer of the difference between a suit and a tuxedo is satin, a.k.a. the shiny fabric, right? A tuxedo will have satin on the lapel of the jacket. Accurate. As well as a satin lining on the side of the trouser. That help you out at all, Tyler? Actually, yeah. Let's do this. Me and Van both have $50. Let's take Tyler... Grab him something off the some nice off the rack. Okay, we go down to Izzy. We don't take him to a thrift store. This is first suit. Okay, good call. I'm not buying a a Beamer for his first car. Speaking of Macklemore, let's go down to a thrift store. Hmm. Get Tyler a approximate fit. Yeah. Take him down to Izzy's. Izzy will take care of him. Get him suited up. Yes. Send him if Ty, if you would go from what you currently are on the stand up comedian circuit, like yeah. with your dumb look if you go to your dumb look in a suit
3: yeah Ooh, but this is the thing you guys are gonna take me with like a hundred bucks to savers that's where we're going Hold i'm on. gonna be looking like napoleon dynamite like that's oh you don't know how good Izzy is so, oh yeah he's
1: he's a wizard duh is he a wizard we have people you could- tricked at the super bowl do
2: are we thinking like a nice dark respectable suit that he can wear with multiple right. undershirts to multiple situations. So are you
1: talking? Are you talking flash on stage?
2: Or hear me out. Yeah, we dress him like Doug Stanhope. I'll but, Google but, some stuff real but quick. Form fitting, like cheesy old seventies, like plaid tweed jacket yeah. with like. Oh, what's that? A hound's tooth pants.
1: Oh, good answer. Yeah. Good answer. All right, hear me out. We call Locker 505. Mm-hmm. Every suit that they get donated that they don't utilize, yeah. the ones you're talking about. Yeah. And we'll and be cool. We'll say limited moth holes. We get those, take them to the tailor.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we set Tyler up for, how many performances did you have last weekend?
3: I had like six.
1: So we need six suits. Six suits. And then a membership at a dry cleaner. Okay. This is the plan for Tyler.
2: Now we got to get a dry cleaner to sponsor the program for yeah, all of this. literally
1: what we yeah. have to do because yeah. there's so much stuff just mm-hmm. hanging on my door. Like, I need to take it out the front door. I'm almost due. I You know what I also need is if you're a laundry service, like, I just don't have time. No. Somebody wash my lawn. You know, well, here's what the three of us need, an assistant, Ooh. but not a business one, like a, a Am I thinking of a maid? I'm Are thinking you, of a maid. You're
2: describing a maid.
1: We need a maid.
2: Yeah. You take it one step further, take them out to dinner a couple times, Fred. Okay. Now hear me out. All right. And you make them fall for you. All right. Make sweet, sweet love to them. Yes. And becomes a bang maid. I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> you, you need to learn. I'm not interested. I don't think you're telling the truth. Heard, some, uh, uh, eventually, some people will call that a relationship. We live together and do each other's chores and go out to dinner. And Dog, me and you in a relationship? We have a, a shared
1: bank account, Fred. Yes, we have been for years. Speaking of not telling the truth, John Morant's in the news. John Morant is an idiot. Oh, that's an understatement. They it got, it, it yeah. got there real fast. Yeah. You know when you turn the air conditioner on and then you turn it way down and you're like, oh, it'll get there real fast, but it doesn't? Mm-mm. It does for John Morant. Now being investigated by police for that video, they got him suspended two games. Yep. And All right, not suspended. He just wasn't playing. It wasn't a suspension, man. It just wasn't playing. Leave of
2: absence by his team, the Memphis Grizzlies. Not suspended by the league.
1: Because he was in Denver at a nightclub. By the way, Tyler, you don't know about Denver nightclubs? Mm -hmm. They're underrated. Mm -hmm. They're very good. Denver goes. Denver goes hard. Denver knows how to party. But not at cleaning up their streets. It's kind of gross up there now.
2: Would you like to know the name of said establishment that he brought a gun into? Please. Insanely ironic, Shotgun Willies. Of course it's called Shotgun Willies. He was on Instagram. And it's not just a bar. Let's give Shotgun Willie some credit, by the way, unpaid endorsement. It's a strip
1: club and shopping center. Yes. What? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So it's four in the morning. This is after a game, right, in Denver? Four in the morning. And he's brandishing a firearm on Instagram Live. Okay, legally it's
2: called brandishing. But what he was doing was not brandishing. You the way work. he was the way he was holding that gun, that's like how I would pick up, let's say, a small dead rodent out of a trap. And then pick it and put it into the trash. Correct. This it was as delicate as one could be with a firearm.
1: The way he was holding that gun was the way that Cinderella pulled Gus Gus out of the mouse hole in the wall mm. and then picked him up to to make sure he couldn't be seen by others. Yeah. That's what this was.
2: If you can't if you don't have a visual, I want you to do something real quick. Pinch your nose like you just smelled something really bad. And then what you do is hold it in front of your face. That That's how thing? he was holding the gun. That's gut. how I was holding it. Yeah.
1: It was like when someone hands me food that has green chili on it. <laughs> and I'm not interested in eating it because of the aforementioned ingredient, green chili. That's how I pick up and go. Ew, and then I will not eat it. He was he was holding that gun, the way I'm
2: holding on to my sanity, just barely, just barely by my fingertips.
1: What's interesting about this is if you recall, recently a story came out about um, John Morant from last summer when he brandished a firearm at a 17 year old during a pickup basketball game after he threw a ball at his head theme here
2: and allegedly pulled out a gun on the Indiana Pacers bus
1: and for the, right before that at a mall threatened a security guard with a gun this is past the point of embarrassing John Morant you fell from grace brother Hey, Van, Van, he's being investigated by police. Lovely, your best joke, go. Jaw warrant, you messed it up.
2: No, he. And this is not like the rose that grew from concrete. This isn't like a, a story about some kid that made it out of the hood and the pressures of success are leading him back to old ways. Ja Morant grew up in the suburbs. He had nice parents with good jobs. He was well taken care of his whole life. This He is cosplaying is what he's doing.
1: Oh, he's cosplaying. That's the best way to describe this. The guy who takes his gun from Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee, takes his gun to Denver, gets beat at a basketball game, goes out later in a different state, than what he lives in with a gun. And here's the thing. I don't think John Morant was looking up on the firearm rules in Denver, Colorado. I don't think he was. Mm-hmm. Also, they had to go to L.A. the next day. I don't think he went home first. Didn't send that gun back. Also.
2: Now let's be real here. It probably was not his gun. What? And it probably was not registered to anyone. What?
1: Well, hold up. You're going to tell me there's multiple stories of him pulling guns on people, and you're telling me he has multiple guns in multiple places? He doesn't have one favored gun That he carries around like a delicate, like a very delicate soaked dog chew toy. (laughs) Pop myself on that one. And you're like, Tennessee's got some pretty lax gun laws, you know. If you're walking around Jackson or if you're walking around Knoxville or if you're in uh, Knox County, you can pretty much do whatever you want down there in uh, Memphis. Not West Memphis, though, because that's on the other side of the river. The point is, this is Denver.
2: Do you think he's taking the time to look up gun laws? No. In strip clubs?
1: 100%. And that's the thing, too, in this Instagram video. Ladies of a certain, um, what's the best way to describe this? Of, a, of people who make weird decisions behind him on the gram. And that gets me fired up, too, with the gram. Because regular law, but gram law? Why are there laws for me, and then there's laws for guys who are super rich as John Morant, because if this is me, you, or Lovely, first of all, we never get on that Instagram again. They cut us right away. Secondly, police investigating, we're never able to leave the building. No. Me, you, and Lovely, we done. Cuffs. Cuffs. And Tyler Levy's like, I've never been arrested. He was like, just kidding. This is my Fred Sloan impersonation.
3: <laughs> Jaw warrant. I was going to say, I'm still not allowed on Instagram <laughs> from the last time I brandished a firearm on so- my life. <laughs>
1: I don't know if that's true or not, because I know you.
3: <laughs> you got a special holster in that tuxedo?
1: <laughs> All right, hold out. Is that a real thing? Is that like a James Bond thing?
2: It's got to be a thing. Oh, for sure. Again, let's ask our homie Izzy. Tailor him a strap.
1: What is the percent that he catches a charge?
2: Slap on the wrist? Community service? That's not a charge. Yeah. No, he'll, he'll catch a charge. A mista? A mista don't count. He'll catch a charge, and they'll plead it down. They'll do community service, and they'll take some really cute pictures of him playing basketball with kids, unarmed. And it'll be over.
1: Powerade will be in the background. We had you the whole time.
3: Mm. Oh, so stupid. I mean, Colorado is an open carry state, so he might be fine, right?
1: I promise you that establishment has a sign. <laughs> yes. I promise you. Anything. Oh, yeah. Mm. You can't have guns in a strip club, bro. Van and I have been friends for almost six years. Is that it? I believe that's that. That's crazy, that. dude. It's a long time. That's longer than you were friends with your high school friends. Uh, I still have a few of them. Uh, overwhelmingly, you don't. But you and I have been to a lot of these types of places. Mm. Like, this is not even a radio bit. We've been to a lot of these types of places. This don't fly. And when a dude do, do be like this at one of those places- It is like a swarm.
2: Dun, 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 dun. It's illegal in Colorado to carry a gun while you are drinking
1: alcohol. Ah, there you Mm. go. Problem solved. How do you go from, and I'm not trying to be this dude right now, but how do you go from being universally respected? This was his year.
2: This 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 was his time to shine dunking all over everybody got a new shoe coming out we put, commercials all over the
1: place we talked about putting the dollars on him at the beginning of the year yeah m v p fool
2: guarantee you had a gilbert arenas poster on his wall when he was a kid celebrating mm-hmm. who are your two favorite players uh basketball i'm a big gilbert arenas guy mm. football ooh, plaxico burris baby
1: Legend. He shot himself. Yes, he did. That was for Tyler. Tyler didn't know. Tyler's got forty-five tabs in there open, just googling every mention we make of anything. <laughs> Tyler, you should put that in your
3: routine. The next I, time you go on stage, I've got one tab that says Jaw and one that says Morant. <laughs> not knowing there were one not knowing more, that the there was one person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is
1: this a bit, Tyler? When you go on stage, like, listen, I work with these two old men. And they think I'm hipper than I am. Is there a, is there a bit here anywhere?
3: There's, there's bits in here. There's okay. bits in here.
1: Do you record this stuff? Like the show? Like Yeah, like your stand-up?
3: Uh, I, I, yes, yeah, sometimes.
1: Well, since you don't invite us, do you want to like send us some clips sometime or what's up? I mean, I, I could. I could do this. What, invite us or send us clips? Yes. How cool would you feel if you ever put anyone on a pass list? That's You've never had to do that.
3: I, I mean, yeah. It shows that that happens. It depends. Yeah, yeah, but with two old white dudes in suits showing up, never. I get to you know, but it's different because I can call you guys industry.
1: (laughs) Man, you hear that? Yeah, pretty important. Yeah, John Morant was in an industry building. (laughs) (laughs) When we get back today's i nine varsity, the i nine varsity of BBAs. It's two on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The
0: Sports Animal. Don't just friggin' sit there. Get in the game right now now
1: at 888-922-0610. Welcome back to the program. Today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of BBAs. That's... Bad bitch anthems, (laughs) man. League office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Reach out to i9sports currently taking registrations for soccer, basketball, volleyball, cheerleading. Kind of all the programs going on right when meow. All right, Van. This started because you were not familiar with Alanis Morissette. Uh, Strike that, reverse it. Oh, that's actually Missy Elliott, and I'll start there. So, on my list of BBAs, Get Your Freak On by Missy Elliott is a woman's empowerment anthem. Mm -hmm. This banger, at any time, anywhere, any place, including funerals, King Sierras, birthday parties, and not just the club. You put this thing on, and the crowd is getting down. Missy Elliott's Get Your Freak On. She'd be putting it down. She's the hottest round. She told your mother, oh, go ahead, man. Okay, good start, buddy. Well, y'all can't stop me now. That's a really good one. No one on that last one? I'm taking this one
2: way back, before bad bitch ampl- anthems were even a thing. All right. All the way back in 1963.
1: Oh, okay, a little Fleetwood Mac,
2: let's go. You Don't Own Me by Leslie Gore.
1: That's terrible. You don't own me. All right, Tyler, your turn.
3: I definitely don't know that song, by the <laughs> no way. No one does. <laughs> I'm going with- You'll uh, put Dolly
1: Parton on there, too? You got whole
3: plate.
2: The majority of our listeners know that song. Let's be, let's be real all here. All right, touche. Yeah. I'm going
3: gonna, I'm gonna to take us up to this to this current generation. We're bringing it up to right now. I'm talking about Ariana Grande's Thank You, Next. Ooh, good mm-hmm. answer. Yeah, very good answer. It's the one that's about mm-hmm. Mac Miller, right? Uh, I think Pete. Is that about Pete? Pete Davidson. Did nice. Pete
1: just wreck his car? Pete doing all right?
3: Did he wreck his car?
1: Pete grabbed wreck his car.
3: He's dating Ice Spice right now. I think he's killing it. He's doing okay. Yeah, he's doing good. Who that? She's a
2: she's the hottest thing right now in the female hip hop uh, world.
1: Pete Davidson in a car accident was being reported by uh, TMZ, Pete Davidson Chase Swee Wonders. Chase Swee Wonders. He must be okay though, because Tyler didn't get any Are You Okay text <laughs> because mm. Um, there's a striking resemblance there, striking. Um, as far as it goes, even if his game is kind of weak and I know that he cannot approach me because I'm looking like class and he's looking like trash, can't get with a deadbeat ass. It is TLC's no scrubs, boys. TLC was the anthem of the nineties as it related to BBAs. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I thought individually they all would have had more success.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. It's a, it's a trio or nothing for them. I agree. Yep. Yep. All or nothing. So what I'm going to do here, can you hear this on the radio? Is it Bad Reputation by go.
1: Joan Jett and the Blackhearts?
2: Scratch out my next answer. Because <laughs> it was going to be No Scrubs by TLC. Uh-huh. Sorry about that. Luckily, I thought that was going to happen, so I got some backups. Oh, smart. B be better have my money. By Rihanna. Good answer. This is so good. Yeah. Like, I get pumped by that song. I think that's very good. And I don't have a B, and I don't have any extra money for the B to have.
1: Tyler, is Griffin in there with you? Griff, yeah. Do you want to tag her in because we're doing BBAs, or is she not ready for that? Is he asking her off air like, this isn't radio? It's, it's the best way to do a bit that I've ever seen. <laughs> so, Tyler, all right, so Griff's joining us. Griff. What is your BBA, what is, Griff, what is your bad bitch anthem that gets you going? Oh, my goodness. Back in the day, it used to be like like a virgin. Yeah, good answer. Nice. That's a super good answer. Like a prayer, way better song. <laughs> very similar titles of
3: songs.
2: Like Very much like things. Yeah, like things.
1: Tyler, what do you got?
2: She's really really into similes.
3: I got uh, Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy. Very good. Yeah.
2: Aww.
3: Yeah,
1: that one hits home for you mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you
3: were- Skater boy. I'll see you later boy. This was written about myself. <laughs> it's <laughs> I saw myself. Sure, it
1: wasn't
2: also Pete Davidson.
1: <laughs> you know what made me learn a little bit faster? Made my skin a little bit thicker? Made me that much smarter? So thanks for making me a fighter. Mm. That is Christina Aguilera and the 2002 banger fighter, which uh, really connected with youth me. So give me that. Excellent answer. Thank you. You're doing so good today. I'm in on this one. Next on my I-9
2: Varsity of Bad Bitch Anthems, Mm -hmm. I'm going to flip it up. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing here. This is a BBA by Dudes. Oh. So, of course, we're going Maneater by Hall & Oates. All right. The number one song the
1: day I was born. Really? Yeah. There you go. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Who knew? Tyler, do you want Stronger by Kelly Clarkson, or is that me? (laughs)
3: Yeah, you can have stronger. You. You can, <laughs> I'm taking uh I'm taking Teenage Dream by, by Katy Perry. That's an empowerment
1: song. It's empowering.
3: Yeah. yeah. Good. Absolutely.
1: Uh my last one, boys, because we're at that point, is The Dixie Chicks, Earl Had to Die. It is about uh murder. Yeah, it's, it's about the, murder. About murdering a spouse. Yeah. It is a very good one. Uh sorry, Kill, Kill Bill
2: by SZA is like just a remake of Earl Had to Die. Also, uh, my number one, and this song like is literally in my playlist. Like I listen to this song to get pumped up. Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. Hey, you're halfway there. Yep. Megan the Stallion's Realer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not that song, but Realer.
1: Put him on his knees, give him something to believe in. Good segment, boys. We wrap up the program whenever we get back. It is everything we missed today, including Geno Smith, some Major League Baseball talk. It's two men on. Ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten, the sports animal.
0: I'm Jeff Sinbieta. Tuesday on the opening drive, it is tournament time, and Lobo men's basketball coach Richard Patino is going to join us to tell you what the Lobos need to do to win four and four days. Join me and JJ Buck. We start at 7 a.m.
1: Good job, Tyler. We waited till the end. We know what the numbers look like. We know you're here listening. Big announcement, Are you boys ready? And tickets don't go on sale till Friday, okay, for this big announcement. (gasps) Tickets don't go on sale till Friday for this Mm -hmm. big announcement. So we're going, we are going to give away, not today, Mm -hmm. but tomorrow, Mm -hmm. Wednesday, Mm -hmm. and Thursday. Okay. And also not Friday, because you can buy tickets on Friday. Yeah, buy your own tickets. But get a job, loser. We're going to announce for the first time. I didn't accidentally say something last week. We're going to announce for the first time, August 22nd. At Isleta Amphitheater. Oh, nice place. The high school reunion tour. Who's that? You say? Who is that? Warren G Ooh. and Burner. Okay, pretty good. Ooh. Too short. Uh-huh. Okay, get him better. Wiz Khalifa. Oh, that's a show. But I didn't talk to you about that headliner, boys. Who's that? Well, you can run to get your tickets on Friday, or you can crip walk. Because Snoop Dogg is headlining this show August 22nd at Isleta Amphitheater. And your boys are giving away two sets tomorrow? One set on Wednesday, two sets on Thursday. Oh. We are giving away ticks all week long. So if your chance to win ticks to see Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, Warren G, and Burner, the High School Reunion Tour 2023 with special guest DJ Drama. I don't think I know who Burner is. Uh, He's part of the Warren G thing. Is he? So that's going to be the one. Joining us on the program, Bruce Wayne. Wayne, how are you? I think I lost Wayne or he's not piped up. Oh, we got you, Wayne. Sorry about that. Welcome, brother. Wayne, welcome to the Sports Animal. I don't think Wayne can hear us. You got it, Tyler? I can't hear anything. Hello? We're going to put you on hold one second, Wayne. Phone lines have been iffy all week, last week. There's a lot you can do to fix it, if you're smart with phones, which I am not. <laughs> you looking up the burner work? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I don't know who burner is. Never heard of a single song. Hello? Bringing Wayne back in. Wayne, how are you, brother? Welcome to the show. I think that's a no. I that's think, a, I think yeah. that's a no. I feel like it's not working.
2: That's a shame because I really like Wayne. Yeah. I have a f- really strong feeling our friend's going to call back. Wayne is? Another day. Wayne, try us back. Another day.
1: That's the thing about live radio. It ain't perfect. Mm-mm. It ain't perfect. i give you a lot of examples of that. Also not perfect was Geno Smith, who's getting paid like he was perfect. Oh,
2: my goodness. I've never been happier. You got the numbers right there? For anyone as happy as I am for Geno Smith.
1: Three mil, hundred and f- or excuse me, 3 year Hundred and five milli. Comeback player of the year cashes in. This low key is the incredible story that just got better the whole time.
2: Mhm. I can't believe. Okay, first off, I'm so happy for the dude. Mhm. Good for him. What a payday. Comeback player of the year. Three years, 105 million seems reasonable. I agree. Right. He's getting $52 million the mm-hmm. first year. What? The way they have the contract structured is he is getting $52 million next year. That Geno Smith.
1: That's a fair amount. If he plays like he did last year, this is the deal for Seattle. Do I have a ton of faith in that happening? Uh, can't be the comeback player the year twice.
2: Next oh. year, he'll be making... Forty nine and a half million more than he did this year. <laughs> he made three and a half milli last year. The
1: nation of Tuvalu's GDP is forty five million dollars. Oh. pretty good work. If you can get it, you work if you can get it. Hey, what's DK Metcalf worth right now? Probably a fifth of that. Oh, it'd be like that. It doesn't feel like an overpay, but that fifty three is big.
2: That's insane. That Geno Smith is making fifty two million dollars.
1: Puts him tie, uh, Puts him in the top ten, tied for tenth. Lamar, Burrow, Herbert, Hurts, etc. I mean, this is it's a lot, dude. It's a lot of guaranteed money. But again, as far as dudes you're rooting for, who deserve it?
2: I mean, you reward him what he did for the organization last year, and you reward him for what he can because. After next year, he's going to be a bridge for somebody else. He's going to be somebody's mentor in two years. You would think that. Yeah. This isn't a franchise quarterback that you're getting.
1: What did they sign Daniel Jones to? You're like, what?
2: It's going to be a lot once Daniel Jones sees Geno Smith got 52 milli. I mean, that's what it amounts to, right? $35 million a year if you average it all out. Ish. Yeah. Adjacent. $35 million a year. It's a good amount for a middle-of-the-road quarterback. I mean, Derek Carr just got a shade under 40. So I think they did about right. But seeing $52 million salary right next to Geno's name is something I never thought I uh, would see. Oh, it's
1: a different one. Rumor has it at the NFL Combine that the Greenleaf Packers are hoping that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to come back. This is as per Rich Eisen, who's got a name in the game. They're hoping his decision is to retire, be traded, and they embrace either. Multiple reports, multiple people, while in Indianapolis, fan. I mean, sometimes you just divorce like this.
2: That's what they did with Brett Favre. Brett Favre strung him along for a few years, doesn't know if he's coming back, doesn't know if he wants to play for the Packers. Just an absolute sideshow. Aaron Rodgers' distractions in the offseason are slightly more wholesome than Brett Favre's. Rich I,
1: Rich Eisen's like to whoever he's like, hey, how'd you find out about this? And they're like, the guy changing the locks told me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. this is an obvious one well, at this point. Just last week, the GM said
2: that he's had literally no conversations with Aaron Rodgers since the last game of the year. Aaron Rodgers hasn't texted, hasn't called, hasn't emailed. Zero correspondence whatsoever.
1: You know what he should do is he should get Brett Favre to announce his decision and just really put it in Green Bay. So shape. funny, yeah, so funny. Just forget you. God, that's so funny.
2: Then go to the Jets, just like Favre did. Mm. And look in Aaron Rodgers and the general manager's defense. Mm-hmm. He's under contract. Like he's got a job. He he's supposed to play for the Green Bay Packers this year.
1: Also, how sweet would it be if the Packers without him with Jordan Love went to like, the NFC Championship against like the Philadelphia Eagles or something, and then just Nazareth throws up at halftime and they do Love Hurts? Mm.
2: Strong work there. There you go, Tyler. Very You don't get work. that
3: one. Not even a little bit, I'm not going to lie.
2: <laughs> Love Hurts
1: is a classic rock ballad. By the Munich Philharmonic in
3: Nazareth. And you guys then, had me opening at least four more tabs on this Google. Just. <laughs>
1: Jordan
2: Love's the quarterback, backup quarterback for the Packers. Jalen Hurts is the quarterback for the Eagles. If they were to play an NFC Championship game, the names of the quarterback would be Love Hurts. A little bit of mental gymnastics to get there, but I love what you did there. For right it. at the
1: end of the show. I'm yeah. just doing my best to empty out the chamber here. Good job. Yeah. Not like John Morant.
2: Ooh. Well, I mean, he can't. Can't empty out the chamber because the way he was holding the pistol. That's not how you. That wouldn't even do any damage if you threw it like that.
1: Also, this show is the show where like we shouldn't do this bit. But like. Just low key need less guns in sports. (laughs) Like if your gun, if your sport doesn't involve a gun. Hear me out.
2: Don't have a gun. Again, old man. I say it all the time. Nothing good happens after midnight. All you do is get in trouble.
1: We were talking skeet shooting?
2: I'm in. After midnight at a
1: strip club? What's the one where you ski and then have to shoot a gun? What's that one called? The biathlon? That's not correct. Is that what it's called? I think it's a biathlon. It's called a biathlon. Told you. Cross country skiing and rifle shooting. It's a race. It's a race. They ski for hours and hours and hours. First time since 19. 19- to shoot a gun. <laughs> you just gone to the gun place. Just yeah. shoot it there. And also it's like a pellet gun. It's not even like an actual not gun. a real gun. Wouldn't even kill a sparrow. A lot of things you could have named.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sparrows are small birds.
1: A, st- a starling. <laughs> Uh, F1 was this past weekend. Red Bull took the one and two. That has not happened since 1974. I watched it. Was, it was low-key better. It was Red Bull in 74? So, no. First, in place, first and second place finished by the same team. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Also, I learned that Red Bull is the one that everyone hates. They like Ferrari Okay. and a different one.
2: Okay, cool. I'll never find that out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> McLaren is McLaren one. McLaren. Somebody call the Unzers. Okay. We got. For- Wait. Indy and F one are different. That is correct. Final words, man. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Anything we didn't cover, which will probably end up
2: being ample. Check out tomorrow morning on the opening Drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Tyler. Not it for me.
0: We'll see. You all manana. That's not bad, actually. Good job, everyone. GG.